skill check for positive gaming podcast from YMC Exton. Do not look at me like that. <laughs> there is a sense of he's just messed with the intro. <laughs> my name's Andy. And my name is Becky. He just like speedy. Speedy with it. Like, just, we're trying to remember it so quickly. I'm going to go and quit. Yes. How was your week, Andy? I honestly can't remember. I think I'm a bit tired. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. the heat overall, yeah. uh, it's just mushed it in my brain. It's cooler today. It's cooler this week than it was last week. And for that, I am yeah. thankful. Um, yeah, it's been, I think it's been, well, I am tired this week, but I think it's been a cooler week. It's nice. been cooler, yeah. yes. Nice and it's the weekend coming up. Woo! the weekend we love the weekend plenty of time to catch up with Jedi Survivor <laughs> got it in <laughs> I thought we were going to get through a whole podcast without mentioning a Jedi Survivor and you mentioned it in the first like five minutes <laughs> and I am proud of uh, myself um, every week so. Andy will mention it even if not it's not relevant <laughs> at least one. And anyway what have we got coming up so we have got Andy's game of the week where we are talking about a very manly game is what I got told this morning no, it's not <laughs> it's not it's I'm just, just a... worried it might be how it comes across okay um, Andy keeps telling me it's a very manly game we are also <laughs> we are also talking about it really isn't <laughs> we're also talking about mind that probably looks weird on YouTube <laughs> We also talking about mindful games. Yes. Games for a bit of a mindful break. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also, first of all, we have gaming news. Now it's time for gaming news. Gaming news. Yeah. Our that's first. That's the voice. <laughs> that's the voice. Um, our first piece of gaming news this week is Football Manager. So women's football football teams and players are set to feature in Football Manager for the first time in the video games history. Only men's teams have appeared in the popular sports interactive game since 2004. The studio first committed to adding women's teams into the game in 2021. The studio director, Miles Jacobson, said the, women, women's game, the women's game deserves to be the best it can possibly be when it is released. He also said that they have had made lots of advancements in, in the match engine and translation but the problems still remain, many of which are legal. FIFA added women to the game in 2015, and last year, Sam Kerr became the first woman to appear on the global edition of FIFA's cover. They were a little bit behind. <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean... It's about time. It is. I mean, I feel like it's, it's beyond about time now, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these games now, we're talking about adding women into them, and I feel like it should have been done years ago. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we will yes. at some point, and we keep talking about it, but we will at some point have a conversation about women in gaming, which we keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, But you I don't, don't necessarily I, feel I massively qualified for that, do you, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> no, just nodding at me. For possible obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. We want to get, if you, if you are watching this and you're a girl and you want to come on the podcast and talk about women in gaming, uh, let us know. Yeah, or kind of give feedback in any way yeah. you feel comfortable about that we're, we're happy to read out stuff yeah. and comments and yeah oh oh i do have an idea maybe coming soon we'll okay. find out we'll find out what andy's idea is sooner um yeah our second piece of gaming news <laughs> is it's connected to the ever ongoing saga the saga, the saga. of the ages yep um, Sony has accidentally revealed how much it costs to make their AAA rated <laughs> games. During the Keyword, accidentally. Accidentally, yeah. 
during the court case between Microsoft and the FTC, information regarding Sony's cost to develop first-party games became public after the company tried and failed to redact the information. According to the documents, the development for Horizon Forbidden West started in 2017 and ended in 2022. During that time, it cost the company $212 million with over 300 full-time employees. The Last of Us Part Two development began in 2014 and lasted until 2020. Purse uh, Sony, it cost Purse Sony, it cost around 200 million with a peak headcount of 200 full-time employees. Sony supplied the information in an attempt to show that its revenues would be heavily impacted if Call of Duty was an Xbox exclusive. Um, they did also accidentally read some other information that wasn't quite as clear about how many people play. Um, COD on the PlayStation and how many hours they play. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, fourteen million users play it for thirty percent of the time. Uh, This is like this is not necessarily clear. So it wasn't forty. It was sort of forty million, and it was sort of this is how we've read it. Bracket it through the like redaction, basically, which is why we haven't included it. Um, and then six million users spend seventy percent of their time, and about one million users spend a hundred percent of their time playing Call of Duty. Um, it was said that Call of Duty players averaged one hundred and sixteen hours of playing Call of Duty in the year twenty twenty one, and Call of Duty players spend more than seventy percent of their time, on average playing Call of Duty of the 269 90, uh, 296 hours on the franchise an average of 296 hours okay. on the franchise uh, I will I'm happy to openly admit that I'm terrible with numbers yeah I can do maths and things like that most of the time but when it actually comes to visualising mm-hmm. visualising numbers mm-hmm. I'm not great at it yeah but it's a lot. That feels like a lot yeah. of people spending a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so it is, I mean, there was lots of stuff that came out about this this week. We had a quite an interesting conversation about it before. We were talking about how Microsoft um, brought in the Switch and said, oh, we're, we're making Call of Duty available to Nintendo on the Switch. Yeah. And then... Um, sure. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that say that are asking the exact same questions as, as I was about to ask, which was not sure how that would work on the Switch, considering how graphically heavy Call of Duty is compared to what Switch is generally capable of. But this deal is not done yet, so therefore the work on a Call of Duty for Switch will not have realistically started yet. So So therefore, is this just a no point? And are we talking about the Switch successor? The big thing is, is that um, Microsoft has spent quite a long time selling the Switch as something that's not a competitor for the competitor for the Xbox, and they're now trying to say that it is a competitor for the Xbox because that's they've said that we're selling Call of Duty to Nintendo, so Sony shouldn't be worried about making it exclusive on. We won't make it exclusive on the Xbox, and so that's a bit of contradiction. They've also had this week Sony in court saying that um, they're that they're. Um, cloud-based gaming service won't be a big part of their um, agenda until 2025 um, and that Microsoft are too far ahead of them and that's why they shouldn't be allowed to steal. Okay, two notes. (laughs) Okay. One, it sounds like as... 
it's not like I don't like Sony. It's not like I'm a Microsoft fanboy. I don't know. Mm. But it sounds like Sony are playing the Microsoft started before us. Yeah. It's not fair card. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe you should have started sooner. Yeah. But also, going back to the comment about is the Switch in competition with Xbox? It sounds like Netflix defense. Yeah. In that there's this quote, I'm probably going to off-quote him, uh, where one of the kind of head guys in Netflix basically said at one point, their chief competitor was sleep. Okay. In that... <laughs> I mean, that's not true of Netflix. Netflix, <laughs> well, probably not anymore, but with Netflix at one point, it was more about how, how much time people spend yeah. on their platform rather than what they're actually watching. They just want people on their platform. The platform yeah. And that's how people spend their time. Mm. In that, they would go home and watch Netflix not watch yeah. whatever it was spending time on the Netflix platform. And it, so, therefore, it sounds like Microsoft are employing the same defence by saying, actually, if you look at where people spend their time, yeah, gaming-wise, might be different, mm. but it looks like that there are more people spending more time on the Switch yeah. than there is on the Xbox yeah I mean we will keep you updated with the ever continuing saga it will be an ongoing thing it's not over yet it'll go on and on and on we're at least in it for another six months because <laughs> like some of the judgments don't get made till the end of this year so I'm sure that there'll be more <laughs> um, our last piece of gaming news is Valve Valve the company that created and run the program Steam is banning games created using AI unless can uh, creators can prove that they own the intellectual property. Valve said that the legal owner of this of things the things generated by using AI is unclear, and they cannot uh, ship and host games that are generated that have AI generated content. One one game developing Reddit user said that they remember uploading a very early version of their game to Steam with a few obviously created AI elements only to be asked to remove the game by Valve hours later. There are fears that creating things with AI may uh, may violate copyright laws. Um, Other games that are completely reliant on AI have made it through onto the platform, so it seems Valve do not have a standard policy towards AI-created games. This is going to be an ongoing saga as well, I feel. I welcome to New World, let's face it. Because you can argue that knowing what to put into an AI generator is a skill in itself, Mm. but fair point. Yeah. Where is the AI generator getting the images and the information, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, from? Yeah. And people, and the particularly the image generators, mm-hmm. people would have created those images in the first place. Yeah, it will be interesting to see where copyright, copyright laws go with AI. Mm. Um, and I think it's not going to be just a gaming industry issue, it's going to be a image in issue it's going to be there's lots of other industries that will have the same problem Mm. Um, and so there will probably be future laws that we talk about that will talk about copyright law for gaming and things that are produced with AI Steam by the way if you're not sure that's one of the big if not the big um, computer game store yeah on the internet mm-hmm. there, there are others yes and there's other kind of digital game stores mm. so basically all consoles all phones so it'd be interesting to see 
yeah. where it goes if other yeah. people kind of adapt the same policies. Yeah. Well, I guess I will keep you updated on that one as well. And that's the end of gaming news. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to share okay. a little bit of an article I came across, and then I'm going to try and expand on it a little bit in regards to all things mindful gaming. Okay. Because so, what I meant by mindful gaming was games that kind of felt like a mindfulness exercise, yeah, rather than it being mindful of your gaming habits. Yeah. So the reason why I point that out now is because the article that I found was more the other way. So it was more being mindful of gaming, but I okay. still think it brings some good points to kind of help. Gaming be like a little bit of a break for your soul. Yeah. And I'm going to put the link to this in the show notes so people can actually read it for themselves and read kind of a little bit of research about uh, what gaming can do to your brain chemistry as well. Yeah. Which kind of helps to explain why gaming can be a nice break. Yes. So this is from an article called How Do I Play Video Games More Mindfully? Mm-hmm. So the first point it says is to set a 10 or 20 minute limit with a timer. Not sure if that's too strict or what, but whatever. I I think the idea is having a time limit. Yes. A lot of video games have shown to have very similar effects to meditation in terms of how the brain state is transformed. So if you're trying to calm your mind and body and return to a world of more mindfulness, 20 minutes of gameplay is recommended. If you're trying not to overeat, smoke, or consume a drug, studies have found that 10 minutes of certain types of games are really effective for that. That's interesting. Okay. So, does that mean that, like, if you're craving cigarettes or something like that, that maybe 10 minutes of playing a game might help you not crave cigarettes anymore? That is what is suggested. Oh, interesting. I, I can't say yes. Can't okay. say no. You're not because, a I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Don't smoke. Um, the second point that they make is to emphasise the abstract qualities in the game sounds deep right yeah that sounds deep don't concentrate on how good you are blowing up aliens or crushing candy right she suggests but look at how well you've learnt to focus for short periods of time okay so it's not about how fast or quick you can shoot other people yeah it's about how well you can focus on the task in hand nice which was somewhat nice yeah it's nice nice okay I would argue that the sort of games you're playing will probably depend on what works best for you so if you're wanting kind of a mindful break from the world to kind of cleanse your soul a little bit kind of just Take a break from whatever it is you're thinking about. That may vary depending on what sort of mood you're in, what sort yeah. of place you're in life. I mean, for example, Rocket League. Yeah. On one hand, you would never say kind of basically playing football with cars and blowing up cars up and... I mean, I find it stressful. So, <laughs> some people find it stressful. Yeah. I've heard lots of people shouting at the screen yeah. when they're playing Rocket League. Yeah. Rocket League is probably very great for rage quitting. Yeah. I went for this kind of bizarre 
period where I was like playing Rocket League at the end of my working week. Okay. For like 20 minutes. Yeah. Does it help you switch off? I've just realised that's the time limit that was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, crikey. So about 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, right at the end of the week. And it was like a chance to kind of leave the week behind. Yeah. Get ready for a weekend before I went to pick up my daughter from school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was very much a, I'm done with that. Yeah. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. This is mm. the break. And sometimes, um, so with routines and things like that, like um, you need to like break a routine in terms of like uh, at the end of your working day, if you're particularly like if you work from home or um, you do sort of mixed working, actually like it's, we would say that actually it's really good to have something that switches your brain from being a work mode person to a personal mode person and actually for me that's walking I walk my dog at the end of my work day and that sort mm. of switches me off okay. and for other people it might just be like hashtag. but actually that's you know if it's mm. that's what switches your brain from being on to off that's okay like that's totally what it's there for I guess so I'm very aware I just laughed and I, was, and I laughed whilst recording so I'm feeling somewhat obliged to explain, explain myself. Explain why you laugh, Because I'm probably terrible at doing that. Yeah. Uh, and then my head went to, I've got a console right next to where I work from home. Yeah. I've got a video capture card. Maybe I should just, you know, stream or something yeah. at the end of the working day. Yeah. Hmm. But that's it. it, like, it creates a... And also, there's things like it was suggested, like, if your brain's in working mode and you come home and, like, you've got small children at home or, you know, it's not so small anymore, but, <laughs> um, like... No comments. Actually, you Look out for a parenting podcast when <laughs> we're coming soon. If your brain is in work mode, you might be more inclined to get cross at her or angry. Whereas if you have that thing that will allow you to switch from work mode to home mode, you're a lot more like approachable. You're and a lot more chilled dad. Yeah, chilled dad. Um, Interesting. It can really help if you have a sort of block of like, okay, this is how I switch from one to the other. And if that's gaming, that's really valuable. Like, and if it only takes 20 minutes, that's really good. Mine takes an hour. So, you know. Um. <laughs> and, and there we have it. Another reason why gaming's good. Gaming's good. <laughs> anyway, other examples. Yeah. Because Rocket League might not work for everyone. Yeah. It could be a case that actually you're someone who wants to explore. Yeah. And my days out of games for that. Top of my head is for Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. All right, a few monsters and stuff. You've also got Skyrim. Again, similar sort of thing. Yeah. But you know, there's also areas where there aren't monsters and you just have, like, sound of, like, the wildlife in your ears. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's quite pleasant. I would play a game where... You, so you've got horse riding as a mechanic in Witcher 3. Yeah. I would play a game where you're just riding the horse from A to B and nice. all day long. Yeah. Um, Minecraft, simple one. Yeah. Yes. Building stuff. Or, or digging a hole. Or digging a hole and getting lost. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> uh, or you've got Lake, yeah. which is a game where I, I would call it a palate cleanse for the soul. Okay. It's, some people call it a midlife crisis game. A midlife crisis game. <laughs> um, you're basically delivering post in a small town. Oh, that's 
cool. You are you talking like to your neighbours. You are a bit like Postman Pat. Be nice. You are introducing yourself. You are saying hi to people. You're trying to help people out. Oh, that's cute. And at the end of the two weeks that the game is based, you kind of decide if you're staying, if you're going. It's a bit of emotional core to the storyline. Oh, nice. And depending on... The choices you've made will depend on how the game finishes. Oh, interesting. But from what I can tell, not in a particularly bad way. It's just how you've emotionally got to that point. Yeah. And the whole feel of it is just very kind of laid back. Yeah. Kind of 90s, kind of 80s, 90s vibe. Nice. Very kind of chilled American. Okay. Just lay back and, you know what, if you just want to drive around... You can do that as well. Nice. It's a beautiful game. Beautiful. But yeah, that is Games for Mindfulness. And now it's time for Andy's Game of the Week. Andy, what is your game this week? I'm going retro this week. Okay. All right. Burnout 3 Takedown. Right. All right. (laughs) From the original Xbox, played on 360. I say retro. Yep. I mentioned the other week that on Twitter that I got a 360 and someone pipes up. That's not retro. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I would argue that's not retro, really. Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. In that, this is a game from 2004. Okay. Oh, maybe it is retro these days. Some of the young people that I work with weren't born in 2004. Well, yeah, this this is a game that is what? 19, arguably 19 years oh, old. Oh, gosh. I can't believe it's 2004 is that long ago. Just made Becky feel oh, wow. brilliant. <laughs> it's more, yeah, I just feel old anyway these days. <laughs> when I'm filling out paperwork for young people that are 11, but were born in 2011. Anyway. <laughs> your game, Andy, your game. Yeah, Tell game, me about your game. game. Let's, let's focus on the game, not our... Not how uh, old we're feeling. Yeah, crisis of... Time passing yeah. before our eyes live on yeah. YouTube. Uh, so, Burnout. On one hand, it's, it, it's just a racing car game. Yeah. And that's all it could be yep. to an extent. But it's also a racing game that has different types of races. So, you kind of go around choosing different courses you want to play. The courses have different types of races, different types of challenges on there. So, challenges such as a normal race. Nice. You've got one-to-one races. Yep. You've got burning laps, so you need to go around a lap in a particular time. Nice. You've also got road rage (laughs) and crash. Okay. Well, I mean, that, I feel like that's my kind of... Whenever I play racing games, I just crash into it things a lot of times. Excellent. So okay, so this really crash function... Okay. You basically get... I'm, I'm going to say money, but think points. All right. Points for crashing? You get points for crashing. Ooh, I think In, I'd be Into a junction. <laughs> I think I would be excellent at this. And the bigger the crash, the more money you get. Nice. The higher bill. So good. I'd be so good at this. That is the crash function. That is the crash so function. So, I'd be so good. You can go faster. Nice. Through all the modes by, well, by getting what's called boost. Okay. You get boost by... Driving on the wrong side of the road, driving really near people. I mean, it sounds like 
like it's not encouraging great driving. <laughs> well, probably isn't. No? Okay. But... No, it isn't. I've got, I've got no defence there. No? no? Okay. It is fun. Okay. Though. And... <laughs> Some of the stuff I've said may sound, if you're looking for the negative, it may sound a bit kind of violent-ish. No gore or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, if you crash, you kind of reset like really quickly and you kind of pick yourself up. And yeah. No, it's a fun, fun game. It's all fast. It's really old. Yeah. So, normally I say what platform a game is available on. Yeah. So, Burnout 3 is available on... It's not available on the Switch. It's available on PlayStation 2. So, if you have a PlayStation 2, you can play this game. And can, and can get hold of a game. Yep. Um, Facebook Marketplace is great for that. Yep. Uh, it's a very, so it's on PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, and Xbox. Nice. Okay. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it behind us and see Andy crashing into a lot of things um, and cars exploding and things. Oh, well. oh, 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 your graphics aren't that bad. That's no, it's your not. Game. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that is all we've got time for in our podcast today. Oh, good, yeah. Yeah. Look at us go. Um, and... We, uh, we are available on all social medias, so TikTok, Facebook, TikTok. I don't want to say TikTok first. Oh, yeah, Why don't I say TikTok, TikTok first? Oh, Facebook, TikTok Instagram, first. YouTube. We are on TikTok. Yeah, we are on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you can find us on all social medias at YMCXTA and at YMCXTA Games. You can also find the, this podcast on YouTube, so if you're listening on Spotify, come and join us on YouTube where you can, see, hello. Us, yes. you can see our lovely faces and see lovely graphics behind us as well. Um, and we will see you next week. Take care now.